Yo, what up, Pat? Hey, Gastor, how are you? I'm chilling, homie. Like, I'm so happy to be doing another podcast with you. That's what we do. You know what I mean? It's the new routine, baby. I love that uh, you, uh, I, I feel like a part of you is still not sure that I'm committed to this. Like, you text me to make sure, hey, Gastor, 1030, you still good for tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, we're good. I promise you. And uh, then when you got to the door, I was like, did you, you're really here? <laughs> you're here? <laughs> You know, I mean? you know we're friends, right? Like I fuck with you as a person. Well, I, feel uh, like- I wouldn't just let you down like that, just not appear. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, I feel lucky. Uh, thanks for being here. <laughs> um, let's get into it. Real talk. You are listening to the We Hired a Sitter for this podcast. We hired a sitter for this. We have a roster of like seven sitters. I hate authority, but I'm a mom. I'm an old man. I need orthopedic shoes. The laughs, the chuckles, the TMI. Some people might say, "Why would you have kids? The oceans are rising. The economy." Is collapsing, and they're not wrong. I'm Ross, and I'm Patrick. Yeah, SM 58s got dense. Like that is a sign of like, yeah, you've been doing this for a bit. Oh, like mixing them. Like oh, these, oh, the dense, yeah, the, de- the physical that, dense. Sincerely, it warms my heart, yo. Like, if they ain't got dense, I was like, you ain't been really doing this, man. You know? Yeah. Because these mics, they, they could they could get beat up, and they the, still sound great. These mics are tanks. They, yeah, uh, you can you can uh, perform a show, and if somebody comes at you and you don't have security, you you beat them down with the mic. Hell yeah! And then you pick up with your show, and it's good. You because you you have a background in hip hop, yeah, right? Yeah, you should do like audio engineer for a bunch of artists. Uh, Did you ever do verses though? Did you ever spit? Not like you know, like just like on some. I want to know that I could do it in high school. I did it, yeah. but uh, no. Once I started working with. Uh, people that like that was their aspiration um i was more than happy to hit record and <laughs> and mix the songs yeah yeah, it was yeah. Cool. uh did you ever have an mc name I, I know you went by g you went by yeah. brooklyn batman did you have an mc name i had two so i can't I, by the way i can't believe we're, we, we're gonna start this podcast with another conversation about <laughs> uh pseudonyms uh but but we'll keep it quick yeah 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 i uh so at one point i went by gates Oh, that's good. Yeah, me. Is uh, that a Bushwick reference? Yeah, it Gates was literally Avenue? for the street. I, yeah. I was living out in Bushwick when I started working with them, and uh, I changed it to Accolades at one point. Oh, I like Accolades and, Almonte. Sounds yeah, good, actually. It's Double good. A, AA. Straight up. And you I'm could, a member of AA. I'm not supposed to say that, but <laughs> you're not, I, I like that. I thought, like, is it is it because you're anonymous as in you don't say it, or is like- There's a- there's a couple reasons. One reason is if I come out and I start talking about it, I become I, I become elect myself some kind of informal spokesperson. Then if I go uh, have a catastrophic downfall, people will be like, "Oh, but that guy said he was going to that program, oh. and it clearly didn't work for him. He's out here uh, raping and pillaging. Uh, <laughs> he, he must <laughs> that that thing must be really bad, so it can't help oh. people. So it gives the program bad a bad brand. name." There's that, and then uh, you also don't want to go to these places where people are trying to help each other, uh, and then say like, "Oh, well, I saw Gastor there. He's a famous comic, and I know that guy. And he's did you know he has this problem too? Like some people want to be able to go, yeah, and not have other people tell people they saw them there. Gotcha. See, I like, thought it was just that. Like I thought you could say you're there, but you can't say other people were in it. Yeah, it's both. And and actually, I can say this specific story because it was in the Rolling Stone interview about this, I, I believe. I hope I'm not messing this up. But Eminem is famously sober. And he said in, in this interview with Rolling Stone, he was like, I can't go to public meetings. So I have to have people come to my house and we have little meetings, which is beautiful. Dope. But he can't go because like, people are, he's too famous. It's like too... 
people do talk about it and like don't give him the space to heal and it's right so that's a whole other thing so anyway you were accolades on monte yeah yeah you can find me like there's a few uh a few different projects i worked on you could like legitimately look me up on what's that there's like that website it's like a SoundCloud or something okay yeah like i'm in credits and stuff i got stuff it's cool oh yeah yeah. i was out there i was hitting record was doing the little knob twisty thing yeah i thought you were complimenting me on taking the sound that we're recording right now and making it not sound like it's an sm58 because i I put some compression on the mics i do a little eq work i make it all sound sound nice like these these are uh we're we're in the studio right now hell yeah i'm proud of you i'm in the studio with gates (laughs) i can't believe it uh my mc name was pat miscellaneous when i was rapping. actually i had a worse one the first one the worst one was Nizzle Pat. I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to ride the Snoop Dogg, the Snoop Drizzle coattails. Yeah. He was doing all that stuff at the time. This was around two thousand, yeah. two thousand one. Uh so I went with Nizzle Pat. That did not go well. I, I can't uh, see that working. Pete Pat is. Miscellaneous is kind of fire, though. I like it, too. Uh, that also never caught on. <laughs> I, I, I do think there's a MySpace link out there somewhere where you can hear some of those tracks. Yo! Uh, uh yeah uh who made your beats pat miscellaneous i i I did i made everything with uh at first i just used like analog drum machines directly into pro tools so do drum machines guitar keyboards like everything linear yo and then i got uh reason how software and then i got into ableton live i actually just re-downloaded ableton live because i'm i'm in the mood to like make some silly songs or something yo i'm in the same like kind of re-adventure so like uh I downloaded the uh, also very much dating me that it's the, uh, this software, Acid Pro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it, no one uses it anymore. Uh, but it's got like preloaded loops. And yeah. Like, you know, it, like I, I'm, I'm not looking to like instrument like like create every single instrumentation like right. i'm okay with just making a thing i mean i actually also went through the youtube instrumentals and i'm like i could put a verse on top of this yeah. thing like a joke about whatever it's, it's just something admittedly fun i think that uh i needed a creative thing with no stakes yes so like i could just be silly doing these things um so yeah i i i uh i got into the whole thing i started uh playing around with them i'm, I'm gonna release them at some point but like I don't expect them to like. No one's gonna be like, "Yo, that's Nas's second coming." Right. Uh, <laughs> it, well, uh, you could be like Jamie Fox. I mean, Jamie Fox is hilarious on stage for hours on end. Then he makes true. brilliant music. Uh, then he's an actor, like an Oscar-winning actor. Uh, you're you're our Jamie Fox. I, I don't expect to be. No, I <laughs> I am holding on to dear life to stand up. Uh, well, well, maybe we need to take suggestions from the audience. Do you guys want to hear us do a track together? Like, should we rap the news or something? something? or uh some kind of sketch it's gonna be a very niche project you know what i mean (laughs) it'll it'll have have two people that ever listen to it one and two uh oh my god it's so good to see you man likewise man i was just in the bathroom in the mirror i I put a little hairspray in my hair i got this wave that i don't like it makes me look like that kid from rudolph the red-nosed reindeer you know the kid in the workshop he has like the blonde hair. Do you ever watch that movie? It's like an animated Christmas movie. Yeah, I remember movie. seeing it. I can't remember his name. He's the workshop kid, though, the elf. Uh, okay. And yeah, I'm very self-conscious of this wave. Anyway, I was trying to put hairspray in it. And that's not the point. The point is, I got a lot of grays in just like the last weekend. Welcome. Thank you. I feel so stressed and tired. My kid got sick 
six or seven days ago. She didn't go to school Thursday or Friday, so I had her all day Thursday and Friday. A lot of time over the weekend. No school today. We've been cooped up, cabin fever, and I... I'm on the I'm on the verge, man. Yo, this man, this shit gets hard. You need a guy, Tom. Yo, I'm glad we here. It is nice to be here. I feel weird survivor's guilt. I don't know if you get this as a performer. Like I can say to her, I gotta go. I gotta go record a podcast. Yeah, you take care of Franny. I'll I'll see you later. And then I have another job. I got from here. I gotta go into the city for the rest of the day and night. Yeah. So I have survivor's guilt because I get to leave. And then same with. Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, I had gigs all three nights, so around 5, 6 o'clock, I'm out the door, and then she's at home with a sick kid, yeah. and I'm like, I got, I have space and freedom, uh, and I feel a mixture of like relief and then shame that I'm like happy I can escape yeah. from the stress. Uh, I know this isn't very funny, but I'm just bouncing some father <laughs> shit off you right now. Uh, uh you're a better man than me. I feel none of that. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I leave the house so happy yeah. all the time. Um, mainly, and it's not because you know I I I empathize with the fact that my wife has a different role and a set of responsibilities with uh, our kids, but also like I don't get that back. Yeah. Like you know, um, I've worked. I had a daytime gig while I was starting stand up, and. You know, it required me waking up at like two, three in the morning. And when I went out and told jokes and then got up at two in the morning, guess who was up besides me? Nobody. Yeah. All of them people slept right through, Uh, you know, and I love them. I did that for them. That's cool. But in turn, now when I get to sleep in, you know, start my day at five in the afternoon so that I can go do shows at seven and they had a crazy day. Yeah, I feel fine. I feel completely good. <laughs> like every bill gets paid because of my jokes. Yeah. I'm completely fine with the. Uh, the sacrifices that they have to make so that I could sleep well uh, <laughs> while, I, while I rest to go work for 45 minutes that night. Yeah, maybe that's when things will turn a corner for me. When I'm bringing home big chunks of change from working at night, then I'll be like, well, yeah, I, ha- I had to go. I had to get up. I'm, I'm making money, but not not uh, not support the family money on just comedy yet. So yeah, uh, it feels good, you know, Cause, and, and I could justify it. Like, listen, my I have to be sharp, so yeah. I need these thirteen hours of sleep. Okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> thirteen. That it does say if you look deep enough in the medical journals, it recommends thirteen hours of sleep. Uh, it it, re- it recommends food cooked and prepared by the spouse. Listen, uh, things should just be built around you as the father. I don't. I didn't make up these rules. Okay. I'm just following them. It, it's science. You know, it's the science. It's telling me. I, I got the studies. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> now, uh, but like, I hear you. Like, uh, I, I, I do, like, uh, try to be present and, like, uh, help with my kids. But it, I definitely acknowledge that, like, it's not my strength in terms of, like, yeah. uh, being, uh, like, the whole process of it. I don't know what to do. Um, Like, I there was this past uh, Christmas was the first time that my wife and the kids were sick and I wasn't. Oh, wow. And the whole time we've yeah. been married. Yeah. And Yeah, because it travels through the house. Yeah. yeah. It usually circulates. By the way, I feel fine. We're, we're sitting inches away. We're trying to make this podcast happen. We're in a closet. We're recording in front of a green screen in a tiny room. But Straight up. Uh, so if I get you sick, I'm sorry. It's all good. But I'm, you you dodge the bullet over Christmas time? I'm a Teflon. Yeah, yo. Like, uh, But like before, it used to be like, Everyone would get sick. Gabby would be last. Yeah. So like, you know, we all would get like the tr- the the love, the treatment. You know, the home cooking, the soup. 
Yeah. You know, and then she would kind of like power through the end of it with the leftovers of whatever she made. Yeah. But this time I had to do that stuff and I realized how little I know how to do. I didn't know how to make tea. I didn't know how to make soup. Really? None of the wow. stuff. I've never done any of it. Um, were, you, were you Googling the whole time? I was asking her, which got annoying because oh. she was like, yo, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was supposed to be here. Yeah. Um, I leveraged the mothers. You know, uh, my mother-in-law lives mothers. nearby. Uh, my mom lives on my block, so I leveraged them a lot. Yeah, uh, the chicken coop. Yeah, you know, like, yo, listen, uh, I need to tap in the reserves. I buy yeah. y'all flowers every year for Mother's Day. Today is your day to shine. Yeah. You know, and they came through. They helped me out. Um, but it, it definitely made me respect more of like, oh, this is what you're doing when I'm out, on, on you know, right. in the streets and working. Um, I'm very appreciative of it. Um, by the same token, I don't uh, plan on taking it on. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah. It's just, it's, it's not what I'm good at. Uh, and uh, also, we're too far in. This has worked. It's been 15 years of this system, you know, like, yeah, like it was yeah. nice to like see the other side, but now nah, I'm good. I'm good with my role. Well, I think on our, our first episode together, we talked about how like y- you, you do view it as like there are gender roles that have existed for centuries and it makes sense or thousands of years, you know, like it, it does make sense. Mother is mother for a reason. And, uh, you know, like I think in modern times, of course we all share duties, but it does a lot of things just naturally fall to the mom. Yeah. And I, I get it. It's fine. It, yeah. I don't know if it's fair, but it's effective. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, do you have a lot of memories from when they were small? Like, do you remember between like one and four years old? Like what that was like, what, you know, like a lot of that. Uh, that was probably my peak working years, though. Admittedly, like, yeah. uh, like you want to talk about the other extreme of it. At that time, I was probably working like sixty-five, seventy hours a week between um, day job, bills paying job, yeah. and then going out at night to do. Uh, well, shows. even uh, that was probably before I started stand up. So, oh, like okay. at the time, I was running a route. Yeah, I was a uh, sales rep for Frito Lay's, putting out chips. Yeah, and then uh, I was partners uh, with my dad in the liquor store. Oh wow! So like I would work like fifty, fifty-five hours at my job, and then I'd put in like ten to fifteen at this store. Wow! Um, you know, so uh, it was a lot of like time of just yeah. being like constantly awake. Um, in turn, I was the only source of income. Yeah. Um, but we lived very comfortably. Like everything got paid for. My kids got whatever they needed. My wife had everything she needed. Um, I'd even argue we're probably tighter on money. Uh, until recently, you know, yeah. uh, versus that time. But in turn, um, yeah, like I missed a lot of those moments. Like I, uh, I'd get like a a text uh telling me that like you know my kid did her first steps or yeah, uh, Gabby would like I feel like she would like she's dope. Uh, so she would like uh, I feel like she would lie to me about a moment like uh, hey, you should come home and try to feed the kid. Like as yeah. and like I think it already happened, and she just wanted me to feel like I was. That's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, sometimes like life is illusion. Like you yeah. want to create something, a beautiful moment by literally creating it and uh, setting setting you up for success. That's nice. Straight up. Yeah. Like I felt like uh, she made me think I was the first one to feed my daughter. I definitely think she did that first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, I've walked in on them doing most of that stuff or like saw a video of it. Yeah. My, my kids first steps, it was me and the babysitter and I have it on video and it was like really cool, but I, there was part of me that was like, man, I wish Ross was here uh. for this, but first steps are so bad that it's like, even the second steps seem like first steps. So it's still <laughs> cool. But, um, it's, and it's still like, yo, like that's still improvement. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, uh. The fact that one of us got to be home for that is a step forward. My parents, neither one of them saw a lot of that stuff. They yeah, were both yeah. working. So, like, 
um, they both missed that, and I'm sure that's a thing that they wish they could see, just like I'm sure that was a thing I got to experience. But yeah. I got to provide enough that I gave my wife that moment. Yeah, I feel like that has value, too. And you it's a I mean? circle of life, man. I mean, it's just how life is. And you, you had two children, so I'm sure there's things you missed with your first one that you got to be a part of for the second one or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I just, I'm curious how much you remember from that time because I have a friend with a child who's maybe eight or nine weeks old right now. He's texting me for advice sometimes, and I'm just like, I don't even remember that. <laughs> it was, it was all you just survived, bro. yeah it was all like being in the trenches and you're just like on no sleep you're just like trying to figure it out as you go like there's so many personality changes in the house <clears throat> you know me, i have uh phlegm um you know that movie that denzel washington did that's like based on uh on a real moment where like he's he, he lands a plane mm, mm-hmm. right that like for real happened yeah. right like there was like a plane landing in new york and like the water or something yeah yeah um i found out about that like eight years after. Oh, that's hilarious. It, it happened the week my daughter was born. Chesley Sullenberger. Yeah, like I completely missed all of that. I had no con and wow. like I was having a casual convo with my homies. They're like, yo, like that plane landing. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> and like it was just a societal experience so that she, I missed. She must have oh, she did just turn fifteen because that was exactly fifteen years ago. That's what I'm saying. And you had that party the other yeah. day. Yeah. How did the So you should have a Chesley Sullenberger themed <laughs> birthday party for her. You know what? The Inspired. Mir- Next year. Mir- Done deal. Miracle on the Hudson <laughs> for the little one. You know every little teen girl's dream for oh, her yeah. quinceanera is a <laughs> Chesley Sullenberger, <laughs> just an old white man with very good navigational skills. Hey. He he, I mean, you know the story now. I, I I know that he landed a plane. Yeah, you should watch. Tom Hanks played him. Tom oh, Hanks, yo. like that's how much of a hero this man is. They were like, let's get America's favorite hero, fake hero, and get him <laughs> to play him. Uh, I remember that day too. I my mother called me. I, my mother calls me uh, when horrible tragedies happen. It okay. was. I remember the morning of nine eleven. She called me. I was in my dorm room. She was like, "The uh, the World Trade Center uh, is about to fall down and it's been attacked." And I I'm such a moron. I was picturing the uh, United Nations building. <laughs> I turn on the TV. I'm like, I think she got this wrong. She's mixed up. Um, but then she called me the day she called me the day of Chesley Sullenberger and that was in the Hudson River which is on the west side of Manhattan it's pretty much as far away from Brooklyn as you can be I was in Williamsburg at the time she's like are you okay just want to make sure you're not anywhere near the Hudson River I don't know if she said it exactly like that but it's it's so funny they think anything that happens in New York City call the call the police just in case yo it could affect my son uh, yeah, I love that. It's beautiful. So yeah, you don't you weren't aware of that news story as it was happening because you were I was in the trenches. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, though know, there, there's a there's definitely like a I don't exist in society. I'm just in this space when yes. you have a little kid. I've been talking about that a lot lately because of all the horrible things going on around the world. I mean, there's two full-on wars happening. Mm-hmm. Uh there's crazy stuff politically happening in our country. Word. Uh I'm I mean, the the water was rising all weekend long up and down the Hudson River, like the literal sea level rise. Uh, things are scary, right, in the yeah. world. And I have to admit, having a child has me becoming this like, uh, I got to protect my own. Like, this is all that matters. Okay. Like, I, I, like, I'm not thinking about getting a gun or anything like that. But like when I when I am scrolling the news and I'm so kind of fucked up about how bleak it all is. 
it is nice to be like, I, I can't control any of this. And all I got to do is like take care of my family. You that's know? real. That's beautiful. Uh, and I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Cause then it like creates this situation where I'm just like, I can't think about that. I gotta, I, 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 of course I wish I could help, but I don't know what to do. Uh, so I'm just going to like make sure my kid is safe and sound. My kid's alive, and I'm going to send you, like, $7. Yes. You know what I mean? Let me know where I, where I could go and be the most help. Yeah, where's the GoFundMe for uh, the the uh, ice caps totally melting? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Um I can't help more. I am happy you're in gray hair, gang, though. Um, oh, my God, yeah. I'm getting a lot of grays here. It's all, all, like, I've had these ones on the tip of my chin here, but just now in the bathroom, I saw some other ones coming in here. Yeah. I have this, like, streak coming in that I've seen, but it's it's the, the side grays that I'm like, that's, like, literally from this weekend. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. I've, I've had them for a while. Um, I'm not sure if I remember the moments, but, yeah, they stay. Uh, so Yeah, you have a nice salt and pepper beard there. Yeah, man. It's a thing. You know, I've debated on coloring it for rolls, Yeah, but uh, it's too much maintenance, Yeah, um, admittedly. And I know I got them in my hair, but I wear hats, so most yeah. people don't see them, uh, or, or at least not the worst. And I shave my head a lot. Um, but, uh, you know, this, this is undeniable. This I, is uh, I went down a weird uh, time capsule of your past last night. Oh, I was, what's up? I was putting together that little clip about dodgeball. Hell yeah. And I'm like, I just want, I, I wanted to see if I could search your Facebook. What's Social media is crazy. Like, I can go on your Facebook and look at, like, cookouts you had like 15 years ago rock on. and i'm like i'm like i'm like looking for you like throwing a ball for the for the animation and uh i saw some pictures of like comedy shows you were putting on at legion bar uh in like 2013 and i didn't realize you had started that far earlier than me i thought we started around the same i started it stuck for me at 2014 but uh uh it was interesting to see youthful fresh-faced gas store <laughs> and i'm like man this business has put some miles on this guy oh yeah man beats me up yo real talk yo <laughs> but same same with me i'm gonna do lotion and water fasting this year i'm coming back oh nice it's gonna be crazy Wait, what is water fasting i'm gonna do like uh is that water boarding <laughs> are you gonna have your wife lay you down and torture you i'm gonna do i'm gonna do a water fast where like uh i do nothing but like water and electrolytes for like 20 days or something like get all the impurities out I respect it, but I want you to make sure you're including some professionals in this. Oh, yeah, of course. Now, you can't just be out here wilding. No. Um, admittedly, because I know that because I did it last year by myself, and that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, I did, like, three days. Uh, had incredible headaches. Then I did a bunch of Google searches, and turns out I did it all wrong. Uh, <laughs> turns out I was, I was poisoning my body. Real talk. Just slowly killing myself. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and what's what's the lotion component? Just, oh, I just lu- want, I'm lubricating. Yeah, the skin. I'm just trying to get my skin better. Yeah, uh, trying to do all the all the self care things. Like uh, like since the new year, what is it now? The sixteenth. We're we're like two three weeks into the new year. Um, I would say I've gone on a walk. Uh, half of the days. Okay, you know what I mean. That's great. You know what I mean. And uh, you have, you got to go up to that reservoir. I'm telling you. If yeah. You w- walk up that hill, do a lap on the reservoir, and then go home. That will be the most beautiful thing of your day. If done, you- tomorrow, done deal. Yeah. Reservoir walk. Do it. But yeah, I'm trying to do like all the self care stuff, Good. so that like I'm never gonna revert but i want to stay 40 for as long as possible yeah that's a good goal yeah i think i could do that you could be like one of those creepy tech billionaires who like 
games the whole system and like hires like uh doctors to come flush your bloodstream every day oh yeah i'm gonna have a whole bunch of like 20 year old dominican baseball players yeah pumping their blood into me and and then lotioning you up after straight up massages crazy and like hitting you with baseball bats as a massage like that 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 would be relaxing and that'll release toxins tough enough the shins you know like i was gonna do like mma fighting yes yeah i'm ready I think that's great. I think th- that would be doing a couple things. You would be employing young people from your community. Uh, you'd be pr- providing a good example. Uh, but the water, the, the entrepreneur, the aristocrat. You know <laughs> what I mean? I do it all. Aristocrat allocate <laughs> uh, accolades. Allocates. What is allocate? Accolades. Aristocrat Almonte. I like it. For the people. Uh, I want to know more about this electrolyte water fast. Though, so what is there a recipe? You just put some salt in there. You get Gatorades. What? How do you I, do I, this? I just I bought I bought a bunch of pills on Amazon to said electrolytes. <laughs> this can't miss. <laughs> this can't miss. I'm I'm gonna open the GoFundMe right now for you. I'm just gonna set up the website in case we need it. Uh, it's gonna be great. You know what I mean? You are gonna see me looking young. Um. I might be dead at the time too, but I'm gonna look better than ever. Yeah, yeah. Though I mean, the the makeup artists at uh, you know at the mortuary they they've really come a long way. Oh yeah, they're gonna put just for men black dye in your beard. It'll be a very stark beard. Uh, so what is their start date for this? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm starting tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm with it. We back, baby. All right. This is this is episode 118 of We Hired a Sitter for this, the podcast formerly known Who Cares About Ross and Patrick. This will come out on January 17th, I believe. Yeah. I'm going to so, do 20 days straight. So we'll see how this goes. This will be something fun that we can track. Yeah, I ain't ready for me. It's going to be crazy. New year, new me. All right. And it just walks. Just good, like, nice. Walks and water. Walking is, like, from what I understand, very good exercise. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I I can't do more. Uh, yeah. I can't run right now. Yeah, uh, no, that's I'm just trying to walk. I'm trying yeah. to be safe. I'm trying because my dream is to do like ten thousand steps a day, but I can't do that now. Yeah. Um, so my goal is to do ten thousand steps a day in December. And you drive to all your gigs for the most part. Yeah, that's the next change I'm gonna make. I'm gonna start doing train just to kind of sneak in some steps. Yeah. Um. But what yeah, about right. bicycle? Are you into bicycles? I would love to. Um. But I, I haven't done that yet. And also, I don't want to get stranded somewhere where, like, yeah. oh, I biked there, and now I'm like, nah, I ain't about this life back. I got to say, a city bike is uh, really great, uh, still gets good exercise, and when you get the e-bike from your neighborhood, you could get all the way into Manhattan pretty easily. But they like don't have too many by my hood, man. Yeah, yeah. City bike be hating on me, man. City bike is racist. Yo, big time. They don't put them in certain neighborhoods, and then certain neighborhoods, they limit what kind of bikes are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's probably somebody much smarter than me that can speak on that, but, we I mean, maybe you, you know. Bike. We see you. Yeah. I posted pictures. I've circled the neighborhoods. Yeah. And uh, it's disproportionately where people uh, who work for a living, yeah. uh, none of them get city bikes, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, the that's more messed working up. class you are, the the more they want you to like figure it out. Because they, they're like, well, this is not even about the bikes. This is about our racks being a billboard for our bank nah. uh, and our products. Products. Banks don't even have products. They sell financial instruments. And call them products. Yeah. Don't it? Let's let, this this podcast. We're gonna start talking about conspiracies, you guys. <laughs> Actually, I I will bring up a conspiracy. We are recording right now on uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day of Observation. Amen. Uh, 
Is it his birthday? It's his birthday. That's when it's observed, right? That I don't know. Real talk. Well, it's every. It's always on the Monday. Anyway, uh, he was definitely killed by our own government. Yeah. And I'm reading this book about conspiracies by Jesse Ventura, Jesse the Body Ventura. Uh, yeah, I love that dude. And I just Boy, read the dude. MLK chapter, and I never got into the details of this. Uh, and I'm not a conspiracy nut, but it was, it's literally, it was a conspiracy. The, the CIA conspired to take care of this man because he was too much of a threat to our society and the way we do business as a corporatized country. And uh, it's bleak. And today, Franny asked... Because she's getting a little better. She said, am I better enough to go back to school? And I said, no, honey, there's no school because we celebrate a man named Martin Luther King Jr. And he did a lot to bring our country together. He had an amazing message that some people didn't like. And uh, people didn't want him to keep saying his message. So he was killed. And I'm like saying this to a three and a half year old while I'm making bacon for her in the kitchen. I'm like, I don't even know how much I should be saying about this. But- it just got me so sad, and yeah. uh, and this book it, it's it it, uh, it goes through uh, uh, Malcolm X's murder, mm-hmm. uh, RFK's murder, JFK's murder, and and there's this very popular podcast about JFK's murder that's on mainstream podcasts right now, and it, it's just like too much information for my brain about how we can't just live like. It, there's no justice in this world and it's really <laughs> fucked up and city bikes a part of it that's what i'm getting at city bike killed jfk city bike did it i see you yo y'all went back in time powered they were on the silver e-bike and they Real zipped tall. in there um the, fl- the flux capacitor was on the e-bike <laughs> yes Real talk y'all went back in time and did it i uh <laughs> Well, quick question so before we move on. I want to know, as a person who, like, here's here's where my privilege comes in. Okay. Uh, I know that City Bike is a problem. I know, uh, MLK, like, uh, the wars are a problem. But I'm, I'm still a paying member of City Bike. Okay. And I still, there's probably stuff that my Roth IRA goes toward in the fine print that's, like, supporting wars overseas. Like, yeah. Am I, is this, is it okay to recognize that I see there are problems? Eventually, I'd like to pitch in on fixing them, but right now, I'm just too busy and tired dealing with this nuclear family to, uh, that's a philosophical question. What do you, what do you think about the, that kind of thing? Yeah, um, I, uh, as your friend, I, I hope you figure out a balance that makes you feel okay with your role, um, as a black dude talking to a white dude, I hope everything goes wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you struggle immensely with these issues for the rest of your life. I hope it deeply challenges you. Um, I hope you self-reflect constantly and realize you will never do enough. Uh, <laughs> and, and you've been wrong this entire been wrong time. This whole time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, <laughs> do you identify as black? I do. I feel like that's common for Dominicans, right? That it is not. I think it's common for Dominicans of uh, my generation and Mm -hmm. forward. Um, Prior to, there's a lot of colorism stuff, uh, in particular with people born over there, um, where they, uh, for different reasons, don't view themselves themselves as black. Right. Um, A big part of it being just the uh, black means so many freaking different things yeah. like you know what i mean both the the skin color aspect of it versus the culture and class. race aspect and class so like uh when you ask a dominican person if they're black 
and you're an American person asking with that connotation, they're answering a different question. Mm. Um, so it gets weird. Yeah. But as an American, um, I def identify as black. I just don't identify as African American. Right. I'm Afro Latino. Right. Um, I, I admittedly, I'm happy that that term exist. A term exists now. Um, I knew I was black and didn't have an answer for that. Uh, until like. 10 years ago i didn't know what the right term was the verbiage we didn't mm. have one in, when i was growing up um so i was like yeah we look like uh but i play baseball uh you know what i mean uh we both like drums in our music d- slightly different you know what i mean yeah um so yeah it was cool to kind of come together and figure that out over the last few years uh one of the big perks i think of the internet that like everyone kind of realized yo we all look the same we got to figure this out oh interesting you know what i mean i think i think it had to do with like all the cultures kind of seeing we're insanely similar and like it's stupid that we're not acknowledging it. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty uh, cool. As a fellow millennial, I assume you got into the internet around like tenth or eleventh grade, or you're you're yeah, a little younger. I would say so in that in that ballpark. And yeah. what what does that look like to kind of encounter similar cultures on the internet for you? Like where where did that happen? Like on AOL? Like like what what was your? Uh, I would say uh, AOL helped a little bit with that, but I would say more so like Facebook. Yeah. Um that was probably the first time where like um uh, I saw people from everywhere and saw their pictures and their names and saw a ton of like real similar things. Yeah. Uh before that it still felt kind of like localized the internet in a in a way, you know, yeah. like uh even like AOL and and, and AIM and all of that like, you still were kind of like US. Right. Um, and there was no visual component to it. Like you got a picture from a girl, you had to download that for like a half hour. Yeah. You know, so you couldn't really see, uh, how similar we were as people all over. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. But, uh, Facebook changed that. So yeah, we good there. Yeah. I, uh, I was going to say though, I enjoyed, uh, <coughs> Martin Luther King when my, my son found out about him, uh, he came home he he was like yo dad i don't i don't i don't like white people anymore mm. and i was like yo that's kind of heavy what happened he's like yeah he told us Mar- uh, martin luther king got killed yeah. trying to he- trying to help us against the evil white people and i was like man this school uh was a little aggressive today <laughs> <laughs> hey, a seven-year-old is angry and i yeah. was like like okay uh that's a little much. Uh, some of them are cool. You know what I mean? He's not totally wrong, though. <laughs> and I mean, I was, <laughs> it is it, it is crazy. I mean, when you get into the details of how exactly they did it, it is insane. And it was hard because, like, I was trying yeah. to explain to him that, like, nah, like, not all white folk are evil. Um, and he's like, okay, but all the white folk in 1960s, like, admittedly, not all, but a big portion of them <laughs> right. uh, were unaware. Uh, he's like, what changed? I was like, uh, I, I, little bit, I don't even know. I'm going to go to school with you tomorrow. I'm going to learn with you. Uh, but, yeah, he came home, like, hot. Yeah. He was like, he, like, like, yo, I don't want any of these people around me. And I was like, well, that's the problem. Most of your teachers are white. Um, we're going to have to work that out. Uh, I don't know how they taught you to not like themselves. Yeah. Uh, that was impressive. Uh, but, yeah, he came home heavy. Uh, he had, like, I had, I had to monitor all his, like, essays. Mm-hmm. They were, like, really, like, aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> They were, you're like, I think you were supposed to write an essay, not a manifesto. Real talk, yo. <laughs> yeah, little Malcolm X in my crib. Yo, he was wilding. He's like, yeah, 
Like, I, I, like, yo, this is math. Like, why are you writing? You don't like white folk in I this mean, equation. I love it though because, like, we gotta we gotta know the truth and we gotta teach the truth. Like, it is crazy how you think about like how we were taught. I mean, I don't know if you were taught Thanksgiving the way I was taught. Like, yeah. oh, it was a peaceful meal between the pilgrims and the Native Americans, and everybody got along, and it was great. Happy Thanksgiving. It was a party, and it's like you don't want to know what happened. I mean, it is brutal. I got all that stuff in college. Yeah, real talk. Or even in high school, it wasn't even that heavy. Right. Right. Like that. Yeah, yo, they, they dodge all that. Well, actually, Ross just asked me the other day. She's like, do you think when Franny goes to school, they will say the Pledge of Allegiance? Like, did you Ooh, say the Pledge of Allegiance? Hell yeah. Isn't that weird? They don't do it anymore? I think they do. And I think when I was in high school, I think they read it over the loudspeaker. But I don't know if we stood up and held our hearts and whatever. But that is a fucking creepy tradition that we have. Don't, don't you think? Huh. Like, have you ever thought of, like, what that means? Like... To stand up and proudly pledge your allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, a, a country who has a whole arm of its government. The CIA doesn't even operate within the government. Like, it literally killed its own president. It killed this active. It killed Mar uh, uh, Dr. King, uh, Dr. King and Malcolm X and RFK. Like, this, we've taken down other governments over the years. Like, we've done evil, evil shit around the world. And we, tell our children to just blindly like it's literally programming it's yeah. it's a morning routine of brainwashing and programming to just like believe whatever is said by our government and i say this i, I feeling so lucky to live here and i want to be of service here and however i can with my art and and my tax money like i i will participate um but it is weird <laughs> that you stand there <laughs> You stand your children up and basically, I, I don't know. It's like, it's creepy. It, to me, it is, it's, it's sort of a, it's, it's how fascism like controls its people. I'm sorry. I'm coming in here with I'm such pro pledge legions, such odd, odd, uh, stuff today. You're so you're for it. Yeah, I'm for it. Uh, I, uh, I'm not against pledging, uh, like loyalty to your spot, to your, hood. uh, I feel like uh, they should have regional versions of it, too. Yeah. Like, it should be like, I pledge allegiance to East New York, Brooklyn, baby. And then it should, like, slowly escalate and end with the U.S. one at yeah. the end. But, like, we should have localized ones. So, like, yo, you in Kentucky? I want to hear the Kentucky shit. You know what I mean? You moved over there. I want to hear some, like, I pledge allegiance to Louisville Sluggers. Uh -huh. You know? I think yeah, that'd yeah. be fire. Like, build, build local love. I and mean, then, all politics are local, right? Yeah. So you got to start local. All right. Build that local love for your community. And then, yeah, I'm cool with the big joint, the big vision at the end. It's just uh, I'm, my issue is only that we only do the U.S. Right. We should do the local joints. This should be an East New York, a Brooklyn one. How does it go anyway? I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States it's of America. Uh, and to the republic for, for which, which it stands, stands one nation, nation under God, God indivisible. indivisible with liberty and justice and just for, all. for all be we still got it programmed but are we uh here's here i'll challenge you i mean do we do do we that that in uh it uh uh what is the word um it's basically promising that we will that that we're all going to try to give liberty and justice for all but we we live in a country where there's not liberty and justice for all but you we're know? trying though we are. Yeah. You know what I mean? I right mean, here. Us too. Yes. You we're heard gonna it here first, it. baby. We going to solve it. Yes. Me and Patrick. 
together. Uh, I'm coming in with a heaviness today. I've been inside for too long. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I, you know what? You know why I'm I'm excited is because. Um, just to let y'all a little bit behind the scenes, Patrick got to clip up funny clips from the show. I don't know what he's doing, yeah. but it's going to be his job <laughs> to figure out how to make this humorous. <laughs> These TikTok uh, reels is going to be crazy. Here's what. Here's here's where we can go. Uh, did did you? <laughs> let's let's do some. Uh, why... <laughs> oh man, <laughs> let's do a couple. Uh, why? What's what's Dad mad about? I tell you, I, I was mad at you. Uh, yesterday. Oh yes, yes, Real yes. Real talk. Yeah, if you uh, if you follow our our Instagram, our social media accounts, uh, Patrick made a great reel recently about me playing dodgeball. Um, that uh, features some cultural references. Some cultural references. One of them being a great R&B artist by The Weeknd. Name but name the weekend. Yeah, Patrick texted me. <laughs> Patrick texted me and said, "Hey, Gaston, do you know who the weekend is? Do you know the pop star of the weekend? Do you know the pop star of the weekend? Do you know? I just, realistically, like top three most successful R and B artists of the last fifteen years. See, that's do you know the guy that like was literally headlining the Super Bowl two years ago." For half hour, do you know that dude? <laughs> I think be- I guess I'm projecting because I barely know this guy. How? I I know the songs, I know the couple songs, but I I'm not I'm not like uh, listening to top forty radio. I don't watch any music. I mean, I guess music videos have become more popular in our house, but uh, yeah, I I think what got me asking the question is because I wanted to use the picture of him that this like art project he's doing with like. Yeah. The plastic surgery scars or whatever. So I'm like, I guess the first question is, would this even make sense? If he saw this image of a person all bandaged up, I'm referencing the weekend because he's in the I know he's in the zeitgeist. I right. know enough to know he's a big name, but I don't I don't know a lot about him. And uh I guess my question was, if I put this up there, will that even read to Gastor? Would people even know what that is? Yeah. Uh, I had to see it. I was mad at you until I saw the clip. Okay. I saw the clip. I was like, okay, I see where he's going yeah. with this. But when you just randomly text me, hey, Gatsaw, have you heard of The Weeknd? Like, in my head, I'm like, does Patrick think he's putting me on to The Weeknd? <laughs> like, yo, listen, Gatsaw, I've discovered this great new artist. You gotta- he's only gone three times triple platinum on every single you know what I mean? He, you gotta hear he this has songs. a diamond album, but you might you might not have heard this. I'm like the first album he like made in his bedroom <laughs> on a laptop. It's incredible. <laughs> Oh my God! People are talking about him. <laughs> and while you're at it, you gotta hear this Taylor Swift lady. Have you heard of Taylor Swift? Uh, and then uh, Jason Priestley. I was curious. I was legitimately curious what the East New York relationship to nine hundred two one zero was in the nineties. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm curious. Did did you have an awareness of that kind of television? I I, I didn't watch nine hundred two one zero like that. Admittedly, but uh, I know of it. Because uh, Kelly Kapowski mm. was like the it girl for a lot of dudes. Yeah. And she was on that show after Saved by the Bell finishes run. Right. Um. So, like, I I know enough to know, like, uh, she was on it. And I know uh, most of the girls when I was in, like, uh, high school and junior high talked about the people. So, like, uh, like, I know Jason is the twin brother of another girl that was on it. Oh yeah, yeah. Right on the uh, show. Yeah, I I can't even remember the details of that yeah. show. And then uh, there's a bunch of other really good looking people. Yeah, 
and they go to a rich school. Maybe you know one I mean? day, if if we're ever struggling for content, we could sit and watch an episode of Nine Hundred Two One Zero. I'd love and to just pick apart the character decisions and motivations. All right, so you you were mad that I just uh, think you live under a rock. Real talk, man. I mean, yeah. I'm cool with living under a rock. Just not like, yo, have you heard of this incredibly successful <laughs> R&B artist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you'd have thrown me some country shit, cool. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You want to throw me a white cultural reference? Fine. But like literally the most successful <laughs> R&B artist of the last 15 years. Is he really that successful? I would say in terms, like, I, I, I can't think of who would be more. It would be him. Uh. And definitely male. Uh, yeah. You could argue, like, uh, obviously, like, uh, Beyonce, Rihanna would be more in terms of overall. Yeah. And you could probably say Bruno. Mm. Um, but outside, those are the only three names I could think of on that level that that have done those type of sales or writing for other people. Right. Like, it's insane. All right. Well, and I'll you be- were like, nah, maybe, maybe this <laughs> snuck by gas store. I'll be more sensitive in the future. <laughs> we're also gonna. We're. I feel like we're gonna really get to know each other on this podcast. I'm over the over the weeks and months that pass, uh, we're gonna. I'm, I mean, I'm gonna have to come to your medical rescue when your uh, fat, your water fast leads you to collapse on the around the reservoir up on Highland Park. Actually, don't do that walk if you're doing this fast. <laughs> you you need to do walks. You need to do walks on the routes of ambulances and eyewitnesses. I don't need you keeling over in the woods. I'm going to just pace back and forth in front of the YMCA. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, what, what made you mad? So I, this is a weird one. Uh, I, I didn't think I was going to talk about this, but we did somehow end up talking about the uh, secret program for uh, people who have a drinking problem early at the top of the show. And uh, I had a, a, a show this weekend at a at a gathering of one of those groups out in Long Island. It was a fundraising event. And uh, I love doing these shows for people in recovery. It, it like makes me feel good. It feels like service. Um, oh yeah. It, it paid a couple bucks, and so I went out there. It was at this church, and like I booked the gig months ago. And I said to them, I was like, "Do I need to bring gear? I have." And I guess this doesn't even have to be about the program or whatever. Let's just say it's a private gig. And when you book a gig, sometimes you got to bring equipment, and I have plenty of equipment. And I just said, "Let me know if I need to bring it." And Anyway, three days ago, a couple days before the gig, the person who booked me said, by the way, I'm not going to be there, but here's the phone number of the person who will be there. So I, I text them. I'm like, hey, I'm coming. I'm bringing two other comedians. We're looking forward to it. Just want to be extra clear. Do I need to bring equipment? Because uh, I have gear. I have lights, speakers, mics, whatever. They say, no, 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 no. This church has everything you need. It's in a church basement, by the way. Okay. And they're like, we, they have a ton of gear. We can use whatever we want. And then we drive like an hour and a half out there, get there about 30 minutes early, getting a coffee down the street. I'm like, this is going to be great. I get a text from the person. They're like, by the way, none of the equipment works. Going to have to do the show acapella. (laughs) And I was like, so mad. Or no, that isn't actually what they said. They said, there's no equipment. Uh, Yeah, they said, there's no equipment. You have to do it acapella. And I just got angry and I like said, dude, I checked on this like multiple times. Anyway, we get there. There is equipment. There's a mountain of equipment in this church basement. They okay. have like really high end stuff. They have like crappy stuff. They have so much stuff in the in the uh, space where the it's like a cafeteria kind of space. Yeah. And a stage. And and I'm like, OK, I can figure this. I can make something work here. There's two back rooms. 
a mountain of equipment. There's multiple drum sets. There's Whoa. guitar amps. There's this old stage where they put on shows or rehearsals or something, but nothing works. Nothing's connected. <laughs> Every kind of mic cable you can think of is just spaghetti together. Oh, I hate that. It's a, a wreck, and I'm like so mad. And I and there's like nice equipment too. There's like these mics that are like we could be recording a much better version of this podcast with some of this gear and that's where my brain went immediately i was like fuck these people fuck this church how are they gonna let this stuff all sit here and become a mess and not be put to good use i'm gonna fill a bag and nobody will ever know amen i I literally started thinking like that and i'm a i'm a sober alcoholic who's supposed to like you know stay honest and uh not break laws not do crimes (laughs) not do crimes in a church and i said to one of the other people who were on the show who were also like sober and i was like hey i gotta i gotta do a quick fifth step and it's a 12-step program uh and the fifth step is when you just like tell the truth about something you and i was like I can't stop thinking about stealing all this, as much of this as I can fit in my backpack. <laughs> and I, I, of course I wasn't going to do it, but like, that's where my anger and resentment toward the gig and the, the organization and me like trying to say like, I'll, I'll set up a show. Like I'm, I'm good at setting up a show. I have the gear. Just tell me the information I need. And then because I was so angry and then I resented this church, which this group didn't even actually have a direct relationship with. They were just renting the space. I uh, I started thinking dark thoughts about theft. Uh, so that's where that's what Dad got mad about Amen. this week. Uh, I am now mad that you didn't invite me to steal the stuff for you. I know, man. I would have took all that shit. We would have had some condenser but mics in front of our face right now. It'd be crazy podcast uh, production upgrade. I would get a drum set in this room. We can fit it, right? It'd be great. You know, I mean, the the hip hop album we could have started recording right Hell now. Hell yeah, uh, missed opportunity. Yeah, you know, uh, you made me wonder if uh, the fifth step and the uh, fifth amendment are like related because they're like oh. both, you know, related to like uh, free speech. Free speech. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think well, the the steps were like kind of plagiarized from something that existed before. Uh, there's something called the Oxford group. Um, but I think it's got some like mystical stuff to it. It's like 12 months in a year, uh, 12 hours and a half a day, you know, like that kind of like 12 hours, 12 around the clock. Uh, but yeah, that's interesting. Where are the, uh, American connections to be made? Uh, you know what I mean? Conspiracy theories, baby. We're talking about them, yo. It's the Illuminati is really... They coming what this after all us. comes down to. <laughs> Yo, if that's the difference between me being successful and I'm ready, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Tell me uh, where I got to show up, what naked shower I got to take, Yeah, what I got to do. I'm here. I wonder if there is a Masonic Lodge in East New York. Yo, do, you, do you know about the Masons? Um, I've seen, like, uh, I know, uh, I know uh, what's his name, uh, Gerard Carmichael filmed the special in the Masonic Lodge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I love their, their it's as, a, as a property owner, love their real estate. You like their decor. Yeah, they do a great job. Yeah. A lot of, lot of fine touches, great building choices, in, interior, exterior design, exquisite. Yeah. Uh, forward-thinking investors, they got great property value. You know what I mean? I'm impressed. Yeah, they uh, and I think they're actual Masons, right? Is there a relationship between the the Masonic Lodge and the 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 group of the Masons and Stone Masons? Like, do they know how to lay a good foundation? That'd be pretty cool. Are they good with bricks? Real talk. Uh, 
Yeah, the decor is impressive. A lot of domes. I think they do a yeah. lot of dome ceilings. Real talk. What if we just started like our own, like, uh, like conspiracy theory group? You know what I mean? Or cult? Or should we yeah. start a cult? I'm with. I'm with it. What what's what stops us? Uh, I think morals and ethics. You can't have uh, a good cult. <laughs> Why yeah. all cults got to be bad? Yeah, I think. Why I, can't it be a cult? It's like, yo, listen. Every Sunday we get together and make really healthy sandwiches for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be a cult. And you just meet up, you, you post up outside and just offer sandwiches and water. Yeah, we're going to help a lot of people uh, and you're going to feel really good about yourself, but you do have to give me personally 20% of all your income. Um, yeah, that's it. And, we got to uh, pay for the sandwiches. And then the weird sex stuff starts happening at some point. But for now, it's just, uh, just that. It's just sandwiches. You know, I want to I wanna give uh, clean shoelaces to anybody with smudgy shoelaces. You know, like yeah, you yeah. walked in the water and now like your shoelaces look great. Warm socks are like warm socks. They feel like gold when you when you've got a wet foot. You get somebody gives you warm socks. It does yeah. feel like somebody saved you. I would join that cult. See, look at that positives. I like it. Um, well, w- we never do this on this show. We haven't done it yet. Uh, but do you have any gigs coming up that you want to mention? Or you got a big trip tomorrow? You going to Rhode Island? Yeah, yeah. I'm working uh, with the University of Rhode Island. I'm nice. Uh, I'm doing uh, uh, like a seminar for storytelling. It's going to be cool. It's part of like a a STEM uh, uh, uh representation in STEM over oh, great. there. Uh, so yeah, they had me coming over. I'm oh, this be... is related to the Story Collider. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's uh, it's well, it's they booking me because they I worked with Story Collider when I was there before, but now I'm just, it's just me going out there. Nice. But uh, it's trippy, man. Like, I'm, I, I. It takes me a minute to like uh, when these things come up to like acknowledge that like I'm an expert at something. Yeah. Uh, like I don't know. I just it's trippy to like go to a place and talk to people who are like PhDs and uh genuinely educated brilliant folk who've dedicated their lives to something uh that's viewed as like serious yeah and they're like yo come talk to me and it's strictly based on the fact that like you know i do yuck yucks on stage you right, know? Like, right it's just so such a wild concept that they uh respect what i do that much that they'll yeah. listen to me and take advice um i uh and they're all like scientists or science. Yeah, in majors. this case, it's gonna be like science-related things. It's usually yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just it's a wild concept to me that like, um, you can do a weird art thing and like have people like see yeah the value and listening to your expertise in it. Yeah, well, that's what's amazing about scientists that we all know who are like personalities on TV. Like, uh, what's his face, the space guy. Uh, uh, you got Neil deGrasse. Yeah, Neil deGrasse yeah. Tyson. Like people like that, they are well known because they're able to synthesize very complicated things into like good stories. Yeah, and people need to be taught how to do that. Like I, one of my jobs for doing corporate video, I would make these um, video podcasts for an insurance company, and they would say, "Yeah, we just want to like read this thing to the camera, and then we'll make it into a podcast." And I'd be sitting there behind the camera. I'm like, "I'll sh- film you saying whatever you want to say, and I'll make it into whatever you want." Let's Let's do it. And then they do it. And I'm like falling asleep behind the camera. And then when it's time to edit it, I'm falling asleep. And I, I've I told them over the years multiple times, like, hey, I can help you turn this into something that will make sense for the casual yeah. viewer. Uh, so that's beautiful that you're going to do that with these scientists who probably need help making things sound 
more entertaining. Word up. But like just on some joke shit, my next thing is uh uh I'm gonna be in Plano, Texas. Oh wow. Yeah, first uh first uh three days of February I'm gonna be out there. I believe nice. first, second, third. Uh doing yuck yucks at uh I think it's House of Comedy. Yeah, you go see I mean? Gastor. Yeah, yo. Plano. Uh, Plano's just outside of Dallas. So Yeah, yo. Uh, I'm excited. My first time out there. Oh yeah? Yeah, yo. In in Texas the state. Yeah, wow. I haven't done it. It's gonna be yeah. cool. That's so cool. Uh, how about you? Yeah, uh, I think that no, not first weekend of February. First weekend of March, I'm gonna be featuring for Rob Christensen outside of Chicago at I think it's called GC's or CG's Comedy Club. Okay. Uh, but between now and then, I, I've been trying to stay on top of the calendar. Um, and you've inspired me. I got to get organized with my my stuff in my profile. Yo. Uh, I got to get my website in order, my dates. So, yes, I, this is all a quick conversation to say, please do follow us and check our dates. And we'll. I, I don't know if people even listen to dates on a podcast and then say, yeah, I'll go. We'll figure it out. But we'll keep uh, we'll keep talking about it. We'll keep shooting darts at the board. Whatever you respond to, yeah, that's what you're gonna get. Okay. Yeah. If uh, next week y'all like, hey, uh, Gastor, Patrick, we really love you when you guys get real serious and talk about conspiracy theories. Yes. You bet your asses we're gonna do going forward. You I was I mean? thinking, should we should we start putting out the call for audience questions? Like, uh, is, is there parenting advice that people might want to hear from us? You I'm know? ready. I'm ready. Uh, is there, I mean, our parenting advice might just be start working nights and uh, leave the family as often as possible. Real talk. You know what I mean? Uh, marry up uh, in terms of partner skill sets. Yes. You know what I mean? I, I think that's huge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 general rules. Um, I, uh, before becoming a parent, I suggest uh, not having sex with anybody who got below a 90 average, just in case you have kids, you don't want your kids uh, to need a lot of help with school. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? That's um, good. Think about yourself. You know, like, do, do you have the patience to walk through that homework? Right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Have, has that never been an issue for you guys? Both, I, I, both of them both are pretty kids sharp. Are sharp. And, like, when I explain some, they get it, like, on the first take. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I, I'll explain anything. I just can't explain it, like, four times. Yeah. So, like, thankfully, don't really have to. They usually just say, hey, this is what, I, what you should do, and they get it. You know what I mean? Honor roll kids, baby. You know what I mean? That sounds like they're going to take good care of you when you regress into your own childhood and when you're an old man. I'm, uh, I'm hoping so. Admittedly, they might focus on Gabby and yeah. I might just get like, you know, uh, the, scraps. the scraps. But I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's cool. That is the one. So when people found out that we decided we're just going to have the one child, that's the most compelling thing about having multiple children is you don't saddle one kid with the responsibilities of dealing with you when you're old and dumb and like broken and also uh, it's like low key it's kind of presumptuous of you to think that that one kid is going to like both of you yeah yeah she <laughs> might she might just ditch she might ditch you know what i mean like i think everyone should have at least two kids and hope that they like at least one of y'all. Yeah. You know what i mean but like you could have a kid don't like either of you. Yeah. You could have a kid that likes only one of you and that's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so to expect one person to take care of two of you, who the fuck are you? Yeah. You know, you're just a regular person. You know what I mean? Yeah. I gotta. I gotta start winning her over. I gotta. Yeah. I gotta make her want to take care of me. I know uh, I'm losing the battle right now, but if I get twenty percent of the attention from each of them, that's not bad. You yeah. know what I mean? But I got two. You know, if I was just one, I, I'd lose. I yeah. know that. I can't win that battle. Um, I'm getting. I'm getting closer now though, cause uh. 
baby years, Gabby crushed me, you know, but they forgetting those. Right now, yeah. I'm dominating, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, it is crazy the ebbs and flows. Like, there are some days where she's, like, obsessed with me and wants to hang out with me and wants to know where I am if I'm not around. And then that's that's very rare, by the way. It's usually all about <laughs> mama. Uh, but, yeah, I uh, actually, we had an incident yesterday. I So tell me what you think of this. Ross needed a break so she's been baby's been i keep calling her baby the kid kid's been sick since uh last wednesday night and uh i i had those gigs three nights in a row and i got to escape so last night ross was like i want to go to a movie i'm gonna leave at five i'll come home after bedtime and i was like that's great you deserve that you go do that i canceled a bar show i it felt like the right decision for the family and I was like, this will be easy because she's a little sick, so her energy's low. But here's the thing. When the kid is sick, you, you give him Motrin, and Motrin is like a little bit of bump of something special for kids because all <laughs> out of nowhere, they're just like, I got ideas. Let's oh, yeah. play. <laughs> she's got ideas. She wants, to, she wants to trash her room. She wants to cook with me in the kitchen. She wants to color and paint. She wants to start a new daycare in the neighborhood. She's got ideas like somebody on something a little bit stronger. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And uh, I... I kept up with it and it was nice for the most part and but the mood swings became more and more uh dramatic because she was like thought she felt better but then she felt like crummy again anyway it led to her uh when i was cooking dinner she was mad that i was cooking dinner and not paying attention to her so she goes in her room and just trashes her room like dumps crayons and markers everywhere (laughs) she did some silent mess making which is new this is next level I went in there and all of her clothes from her wardrobe, like her hangers, were on the floor. Like every her whole clothes thing was totally empty, just a pile of clothes in the middle of the room. And I couldn't hear it because it's clothes. And I was just like, what did you do that for? And she was like, I wanted to. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, all right, well, you're going to help me clean it. And she's like, but I'm sick. And I'm like, well, then sit in the chair and watch me clean it up. And she sat in the, I made her sit in the chair. This felt, it felt very 1980s dad or whatever. Like I didn't know, I was so pissed, but I didn't want to yell at her. So I was like, so, well, you're going to watch me clean up. So as I put each item back on the clothes rack, I just start like uh, psychologically going for it. And I'm just like, we gave you this room this is a special room this is your special place and you i feel disrespected that you threw your clothes everywhere and now i have to clean it up and i just kept talking at that tone but making it clear that i didn't appreciate that she made this mess and she starts crying and she feels really bad and I, and then I feel bad and I'm like, what am I doing? But I do want to let her have it a little bit because yeah. I don't want, I don't want her to make messes, you know? Uh, and then we kind of, we kind of got on equal ground and then I finished making dinner and then I went back in there and she cleaned up. She has all these little backpacks and purses and stuff and she hung them all up on their hooks okay. and she very proudly showed me that part of the mess she cleaned up and then we had a big hug and it was, I told her I was proud of her. I'm doing the best I can, you guys. I'm doing the best I can. And so uh, I got so many questions. Uh, one, um, first of all, I uh, I don't think she was angry. I think it was a performance piece. Yes. You know what I mean? You should have recorded that. That was legitimately <laughs> art, yo. Yeah. Like, she quietly made a mess. Yeah. Prepared to an answer for when you asked the question she knew was coming. Yeah. That's, yeah. yo, sincerely, that's beautiful, yo. That's the ele- because she's elevating her game. Yeah, she knows your moves. She's like, nah, I gotta take this to another place now. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that was her like 
beautiful dark twisted fantasy like that was the perfect album she knows it's emmy season yo she's She's like i'm i'm getting an award amen she's sincere like yo uh webby nominee yes uh, people's choice awards grammys emmy she's getting them all yeah okay i'm highly impressed with her thank you uh second um very different approach in terms of property and parenting Mm -hmm. um your school of thought i do not agree with Mm -hmm. i constantly let my kids know that everything is mine Mm. So, like, you make a mess, this is my room. I let you borrow it. Right. You know what I mean? You're All the stuff. Yeah, you a tenant here, my G. Yeah. You, second floor, same shit. Yeah. Real talk. You are here as a privilege, okay? All the stuff you just chucked, that's my shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? The nerve of you to throw somebody else's stuff like that. I could take you to court. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's madness. Be like, I, 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 I like nothing in this crib is yours. I, I should have been like, see that pile of clothes? Here's a suitcase. Pack your shit and get out. This is my shit, B. You get out, you go call your grandparents and hope that one of them want to deal with you. You don't live here no more. Nobody yeah. lives in my house does this madness. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a whole different energy. Um, yeah, I, I've never, like, I tell them that they are entitled yeah. uh, to privacy, but it's a privilege. Like, yeah. Oh, uh, I like that. Yeah, I like real that. talk. Like, uh, you could lose that real quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? This door, my door, I could take it where I want. I could take it off the hinges. Yeah. You know what I mean? To make sure that you ain't disrespecting the other things I own in here. Right. But this is my crib. This is my room. Yeah. This is my bed. I paid for You made a payment on that? No, you did not. I paid for that. I paid for that. Yeah. All of that. I mean, I've been doing a bit about her where in the bit she is positioned as the landlord. Like, because she took our room. We were in a one bedroom. She now took over the room and our bed is in the living room. It's like she's like uh, three years old, but she's already a cutthroat New York City landlord. Gangsta. Um, and I uh, and then there's tags, of course. And it's funny. Uh, I, I won't do the bit now, but. I do have to mentally change my attitude and re- make it so she's not so in charge. Yeah, yo. Because uh, she's not. Yeah. yeah. You in charge. And you and Ross. And it's better for her development if she knows she's not in charge. Yeah, I was. I read about like tribes where like uh, like uh, the biggest thing that they think is wrong with like uh, American families is that we treat the kids like the center of the family. Yes. Like the center is y'all too. Yes. You know what I mean? And they get to rock with you and chill as a perk. Like, yeah. yo, like you happen to, I made you, so I'm going to let you like get around with me. Yeah. But like, it's still me and your mom. Like, this is the team up here. And like, yeah, I'm going to let you like learn to run that. your team later. But you ain't the team. It's us two. Yeah. You know what I mean, you on the bench, you learn it. I need that book now. Yo, real talk, B. I, yo, I, that's the whole team. Me and Gabby, that's my squad. Yeah. I love my kids. I want y'all to do well, and I'm prepping y'all to run your own division. Yeah. But, like, this is my squad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's me and, the, me and your mom. And you can watch the game tapes. Real talk. We'll be study. transparent. Straight up. I want yeah. you to succeed when you got your team, but mm-hmm. this is still my team. You I like that. Yeah. you could. I'll even let you give input. You're getting older. But the final call is one of us two. Yeah. Period. You don't get to do that. You're not Pat Riley. Nah. You're not Coach Carroll. Real talk. You're not Bill Belichick. You're 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 still on a yellow penny Real on the talk. side. You might be Michael Cooper, okay? I don't know that reference. Who's that? He's a, he was a player on the Lakers, but he was on the bench. All right, yeah, player, yeah, that's solid good. player. Yeah, but on the bench. You you're know Muggsy I mean? Bogues, straight up. Yeah, solid role player. Yeah, you even start now, but you still ain't. You're learning. You exactly. You yeah. learning. You're not the star. You're not the coach. I do like picturing her with a Pat Riley slick back hair, though. <laughs> uh, I do.
do think Ross is Buck Showalter. Okay. Uh, do you remember Buck Showalter? Oh yeah. I, I I was at a thing recently, and a guy was saying I uh, he was he was explaining that he's he works with a bunch of people who fight a lot. Uh, he works on a construction site, and they fight things out a lot. And he doesn't like it. it. It triggers his anxiety. He doesn't want people fighting and shouting at each other. But then he realized that's a legitimate communication style. Yeah. And he made the point. It's like in baseball, like the manager and the umps, they fight, they spit, they kick dirt at each other. But then a decision is made and everybody moves on with their life. Yeah. And I realized that's kind of like me and Ross's dynamic. Like I'm a much more calm and reserved and I withhold if I'm if I feel pissed or annoyed i get quiet we've we've talked about this she will get more aggressive or raise her voice or whatever and i've realized like she's just buck showalter that's how he did it (laughs) and she's just trying to get the game back in and she's just trying to get the game back going listen buck won a lot of games yeah okay anyway management style i appreciate the uh wisdom on that uh the the wisdom of not letting her be the landlord or the coach of the team we're the coach listen i'm the coach i'm the landlord i'm the building owner um i feel like you're going to provide a lot of wisdom for me and my family likewise uh, the more we do this i'm excited uh i will say one more funny thing about franny this is new i i said this on stage the other night i don't know if this will ever be funny on stage but she has learned and stop me if I said this on here. I don't know who I've been talking to about this, but she has learned how to uh, deliver punchlines. Oh, hell uh, yeah. In the form of flatulence. Um, she very <laughs> she very proudly farts around the house. She does it real loud. She saves them up. She times them. Uh, and it's probably because me and Ro- I don't know if you guys do this in your house, but Ross and I have always been very openly gaseous in our apartment oh no uh, we're not. probably six months into dating we just started letting them rip and we didn't even care and it's fine it's disgust i know this is disgusting no I'm that's dope gro- does, does, grossing up does ross's fart smell oh they're actually i've i've think i've only f- smelled one because i am so protective of myself i'm i if i know it's coming i just stop breathing for two to five minutes huh. uh so i avoid it uh, but yeah, everybody's does. And Franny's have been really bad since she was sick. Yo, shout um, to Franny. Yeah, she doesn't give a shit. And uh, uh, we have a funny phrase. If we do it, we go, oh, pardon the fartin. It's, <laughs> it's stupid, but it's very cute. It's very cute when a three-year-old goes, pardon the fartin. It's, I mean, it's great. And anyway, during another performance piece she did last week, she was mad at me. Uh, she took a piece of art that I made on her room. Like, I'm, I'm, you got to see my crayon work. I'm very good. I'm very good with crayons and magnetiles, but she she actually wants to hold me back as an artist. Like she won't let me complete any of my works. Mm. But she did let me complete one work. It was on her wall. She was mad about something. She crumpled it up. She crumpled up all the art and she showed me that she crumpled up this dog that I colored and she was like, "Mama doesn't like to look at this. Peggy doesn't like to look at this. Peggy's the dog." This is Franny talking to me like she's Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. She's like, Mama doesn't like to look at this. Peggy doesn't like to look at this. And when I look at it, I go, and then she bends over and puts it against her ass and farts on So she timed that death blow of a joke with the gas in her system. You know, I'm going to get to know a lot more about you in terms of where you were raised, but I've never been more sure that Franny's from Brooklyn. Like, yo, that's so beautiful, yo. Full attitude. Real talk, yo. Yeah. You learn it. You get it. Once you hear, you one of us, yo. Yeah. Shouts to Franny from the hood. Yeah. I am uh, a little jealous that y'all fart. Um, Gabby and I. Uh, you can't hold it in. She she says, 
She says she farts. I've never smelled the fart from Gabby. Not one time. Um, I never know when she farts. She farts silently. Yeah. But, like, she'll, she gets embarrassed the few times she does fart in front of me. But I don't hear it and yeah. I don't smell it. So, like, I think she's fucking with me at this point. I think she has, like, ingestional problems, actually, at this point. Some people have the class and skill to, like, use the restroom just for that purpose. Maybe she's doing yeah, that. Maybe. Because, like, sincerely, I've never heard her fart. Never. And I know she's gotten embarrassed. Like, oh, I'm sorry. And it's because she farted. Like, we were in bed together or yeah. something. But I don't, rem- I never hear it. I don't smell it. I get mad. Like, I, right, sure. Whatever you did. But it didn't happen. Like I'm mad that like you're trying to make it look like we the same. We not. I fart yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um. I know I fart in my sleep. That's like. I mean, last week we talked about ninjutsu, but she's doing that with her ass. Yo, straight up, it's a gift. Good for her. You know and what I mean? good for you. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. I think we covered all possible topics on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, thank you Who for listening. Who gives you this range? Uh, I know. This Who is, covers more? We've got a full spectrum right here. Conspiracy theories. Both countries and our spouses' asses. <laughs> yes. All um, of them. Uh, thanks for watching the show. Tell a friend. Uh, should we say promotional stuff like that? Tell a friend. If you think we're good, uh, and there's other new... I think new dads would get a lot out of this, or old dads, any dads. Moms, too. Uh, uh, we're we're vulnerable men. We talk about our feelings. We Sometimes we're funny about it. Sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to come in here and talk about how scared I am of the world. It's okay. You're allowed. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Thanks a lot. Peace.